Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Which parts of our area are expected to see the biggest effects from a winter storm arriving tomorrow night? Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer answers that question. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A line of storms bring tornadoes to North Texas and Oklahoma. KTVT-TV's Jack Fink in Grapevine. The storm blew debris all around the city and down trees and power lines. Randy Popeil's house, built just a year and a half ago, sustained damage too, along with his backyard greenhouse. I think it's a loss. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think that'll be a new one. That and my gazebo, all that. It'll all clean up. It'll just, it'll be a while. And when the sun went down, the chainsaws stopped working. Those crews handling those chainsaws were working overtime. It's certainly a sign of progress. The same storm system has prompted blizzard warnings from Montana into western Nebraska and Colorado. The storm now moves into the Midwest. FTX crypto exchange founder Sam Bankman-Fried faces multiple financial criminal charges after the failure of his business. Michael Driscoll, FBI assistant director in charge. If you mislead and deceive to take what does not belong to you, we will hold you accountable. Bankman-Fried was arrested in the Bahamas yesterday and is being held without bail. Lawmakers leading the negotiations to fund the federal government for the current fiscal year say they've reached agreement on a framework that should allow them to complete work on the bill and avoid a government shutdown. CBS's Rebecca Kaplan. In a statement, Senate Appropriations Committee Chairman Patrick Leahy said the pain of inflation is real and it is being felt across the federal government and by American families right now. We cannot delay our work any further. The House is preparing to pass a short-term extension of government funding from the current deadline of December 16th to December 23rd, which will give appropriators time to finish writing the final bill. President Biden signs into law a bipartisan bill protecting same-sex marriages and interracial marriages. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. It was 10 years ago that Vice President Joe Biden announced before Barack Obama that he supported gay marriage. I got in trouble. Huh? Today, he signs a bill repealing the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act he voted for. It's been a long road. We got it done. Now, if the landmark Obergefell decision is struck down, the Respect for Marriage Act would force states with bans to recognize marriages performed elsewhere. To win Republican support, the measure also includes a provision affirming religious organizations' rights to deny services for gay weddings. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Two volcanoes that have had onlookers in awe are winding down, according to Ken Hahn with the U.S. Geological Survey. Kilauea quit erupting. We have drop the alert levels on Mauna Loa because the volcano is paused. We don't expect it to resume. While the alert level has been lowered, scientists say they will still monitor the activity. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash CBS22 or use code CBS22. Eleven oh three, Tuesday evening, December thirteenth, twenty twenty two. It's thirty two degrees, going down to the twenties. Near thirty tonight. Good evening. I'm Stetson Miller. Our top local story involves a sexual assault investigation that has roiled students, parents, and teachers in a large Northern Virginia school system. Former Loudoun County School Superintendent Scott Ziegler and school spokesman Wade. 
Byard made their initial appearances this afternoon in county court after being indicted by a special grand jury. And tonight, the Loudoun County School Board met for the first time since the indictments. The board reviewed the state grand jury report and members discussed several policy changes recommended in the report. Our, this story from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. Scott Ziegler is facing three counts. Byard one from the grand jury impaneled to investigate the school system's handling of a student accused of two separate sexual assaults at two schools in 2021. Outside the courthouse, Byard told reporters it's unclear to him what actions of his brought the charge of felony perjury. I uh, plan on pleading not guilty, and that's all I can say, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Ziegler's facing three misdemeanors, false publication, prohibited conduct, and penalizing an employee for court appearance. Ziegler's been fired. Byard is on leave without pay. Their next court appearances are in January, and they're free on personal recognizance. In Leesburg, Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. We're hearing more reaction from the family of one of the sexual assault victims. WTOP's Melissa Howell has that part of the story. The parents of the victim who was sexually assaulted at Stonebridge High School back in May of 2021 say they remain committed to not allowing the school district to, quote, sweep what happened to our daughter and another parent's daughter under the rug, as they repeatedly tried to do. They pointed out that the grand jury's conclusions demonstrated the school district's, quote, indifference and inexcusable negligence calling the assaults predictable and preventable. In his first comment, former LCPS Superintendent Scott Ziegler said, quote, I have many thoughts on the specific events surrounding this investigation. I look forward to a time when the truth is reported to the public. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A woman who was innocently sitting on a patio at a hotel in Maryland's capital when she was hit and killed by a stray bullet last June. Tonight, a jury has found an Annapolis man guilty in that death. As WTUP's Mike Marilla reports, the victim was the mother of a midshipman. I'm relieved. Anne Arundel County State's Attorney Ann Colitis on 31-year-old Angelo Harad being found guilty on all charges, including murder for the death of Michelle Cummings, who was sitting at the patio of a hotel when Harad and another man began firing an SUV with others inside nearby. Cummings was in town from Texas for her son's induction into the Naval Academy. Lightus says what helped the jury decide here. The fact that we got the sweatshirt that the shooter was wearing, I think it's sort of the equivalent to getting the gun. Harad's attorney Howard Carden tells WTOP while disappointed by the outcome, He's not surprised and that he says Harad plans to file for a new trial. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Get ready for the first winter storm of the season in our region. It's expected to arrive late tomorrow night into Thursday morning and bring sleet and freezing rain to the D.C. area's northern and western suburbs. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer tells WTOP which parts of our region could see the worst of it. Areas like Montgomery County, Loudoun County, Frederick County, it's going to be very early in the morning hours. And some of those roads, even if they're pre-treated, watch out for some of those uh, bridges and overpasses. They're the first to freeze. So, you know, I, I really do think we're looking at a very high impact event. In D.C., crews are working tonight to spread brine on bridges, overpasses, and other major roadways with elevated surfaces. VDOT is also mobilizing its equipment and resources in preparation of the storm. Stay with WTUP, your weather alert station, for updates as we track this system. Coming up, the Pentagon is reportedly considering sending more U.S. troops to Ukraine. We'll talk about why after traffic and weather. It's 11.07. Hybrid environments take hold across the government. Agencies need to simplify operations, increase agility, and control their data. Thundercat and Dell Technologies partner to tailor cloud solutions to each individual agency to fit their data needs. 
Learn more from their cloud and IT industry experts on how to combine the simple operations of public cloud and the control, security, and performance of private cloud at thundercattech.com slash Tech. My name is Tanya. I'm 36, and I'm married to a union insulator with Local 24. When my partner joined the insulators, we were about to have our first baby. I cannot believe our entire family's health care was fully provided by their employer. We saved thousands in medical costs as part of Local 24. The union changed our lives. It could change yours, too. To apply for apprenticeship or join with past experience, go to insulators24.org. It's 11.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and here's Ian Crawford. And we start on the southwest freeway in the district, Stetson. The crash activity on the freeway southbound or heading toward the 14th Street Bridge is over on the right side with caution as you come out of the 3rd Street Tunnel. It's still an okay merge onto 6th and 7th Street southwest, but with caution. Also, new crash activity being talked about in the district on I-695, the southeast freeway on the 11th Street Bridge. Don't have any lane information on this one yet, but the delays are pretty apparent in the camera. To Virginia we go. Crash activity in Sherlington has expanded. I-395 northbound near exit 6, two left lanes now getting past the crash activity with lots of flashing lights. Southbounders on 395 experiencing the work zone after Seminary Road heading down the hill toward Duke Street. That'll be two left lanes getting by that work zone. Capitol Beltway, it's two left lanes getting by the work now, but I think that's going to be down to a single left lane before too long as we get the work underway from the American Legion Bridge heading to a point just before the Dulles Toll Road. On the inner loop, the work is going to be between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. That should be two to the left of getting by. 66, the big work zone is going to be outside the Beltway, westbound, from Centerville toward Manassas with the work over on the right side. Looks like you're getting by this. Uh, check that. It's over on the left side. Single right lane should be getting by. 95 southbound work is going to be after 123, the right lane block there. Northbound 95 across the Rappahannock River Bridge heading toward the Centerport Parkway. That is single right to get by. I-95 in Maryland northbound before the Baltimore Beltway, the left lane and the left off ramp to the inner loop of the Baltimore Beltway blocked by work. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Clear skies tonight, low temperatures in the 20s to around 30. Highs tomorrow in the low to mid 40s as clouds increase throughout the day. A storm system impacts the region on Thursday with a cold rain throughout the entire day. And as the storm arrives, likely bringing with it pockets of sleet and freezing rain, especially north and west of Dulles. The National Weather Service has already issued a winter storm watch for the ID1 corridor, the Blue Ridge, back through the Shenandoah Valley and far western Maryland. Again, the biggest concern will be freezing rain. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And it's 21 in Manassas, 36 at Metro Center, and 23 in Frederick, going down into the 20s tonight. Its weather is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11-11. New from Ukraine tonight, the Pentagon is working to shore up efforts to, tr- efforts to track weapons provided to that nation. Three senior U.S. leaders tell NBC News they're discussing whether to send a small number of additional troops to Ukraine. The talk comes as the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine approaches. WTUP's Dmitry Sotis spoke about it with NBC News Pentagon correspondent Courtney Kuby, who broke the story. 
there's already a very small group of U.S. military personnel there in Ukraine. It's in the couple dozen range. Some of them are attached to the defense attache. Some are there for security. And there's a very small group that's there assigned to this accountability mission. But according to a number of U.S. officials who we spoke with about this mission, they've had a very limited amount of opportunity to leave Kyiv and actually check out the weapons stockpiles and work on this accountability mission because it's just such a small number of people involved. So now U.S. military officials are talking about shoring up this effort by sending, again, a very small group of people, we're talking in the single digits here, to potentially get them more of the opportunity to get outside Kyiv and to really work on this accountability mission here. And part of the reason that there's some urgency in this right now is there's an expectation that when the Republicans take the House in early 2023, there's going to be even more scrutiny on this mission. Some Republicans have said openly that they're no longer going to provide the Biden administration with a blank check for weapons and assistance to Ukraine. And so the Pentagon and the Biden administration really writ large is trying to prepare for that and to be ready for this kind of scrutiny that's probably coming. Even the way things are going right now, it's not as if weapons are necessarily falling into the wrong hands or not being kept track of. Is that fair to say? Is that accurate? That's right. So the the U.S. officials we spoke with said that so far they have no solid evidence of widespread weapon diversion to nefarious groups or to any kind of bad actors. But the reality is the first couple months after the invasion, there was such a frantic effort to get Ukraine everything that they needed, anything that they could find. And there was an acknowledgement by a number of Biden administration officials and U.S. military officials that once the weapons and the equipment went across the border into Ukraine, they didn't always have a really good sense of what was happening to it. Now, they could point to the fact that the Ukrainian military was making a lot of strides and in many cases was winning over the Russian military. So there was evidence that a lot of stuff was getting to the front lines to where it needed to go. But when you're talking about such a huge volume of equipment and weapons that's going in, the reality is there's always the chance that some could be diverted. Again, there's an effort now to make sure that they have a better accountability that's just that they can be more confident that it's not happening. NBC News Pentagon correspondent Courtney Cuby. Coming up on WTOP, cap star Alex Ovechkin is oh so close to another major career milestone. It's 1114. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in organic search visibility and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com, P.F. Chang's, and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW-1. That's 877-WEBNOW-1. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Diane Roberts. 
Mm, mm, mm. I don't. I, there aren't enough words. I don't know what to say. The Capitals are in the third period of play against the Blackhawks in Chicago. They haven't been very nice visitors, specifically Alexander Ovechkin. He scored a hat trick on Chicago's ice. He made some history, getting close to, closer to bigger history in the process. First goal came just 24 seconds in. Here is how the second sounded, courtesy of John Walton on Capitals Radio. Ovechkin remains in the left circle. Second unit on for Washington. Milano tried to center. Here's Sherry. Low and now the chance he scores! The puck for Alex Ovechkin! Tapped in at the left post! That is 799! Mm, that was 799 until about five minutes ago. And Alexander Ovechkin scored his third of the night. He now sits at 800 career goals. One away from tying hockey great Gordie Howe. Wow. Uh, and the game score is 6-2. We are in the third period. In World Cup action, Argentina advances. Uh, they shut out Croatia. They'll find out who they'll play tomorrow after France and Morocco play. And in men's college hoops, uh, Howard, George Washington, and American men, all winners tonight. George Washington women also winners. More hockey coming up at 11.45. Diane Roberts, WTOP Sports. It's 11.17. A spa in Silver Spring was a front for sex trafficking and prostitution. That's according to Montgomery County Police, who have charged two women with those crimes. Detectives say the owners of the Georgia Avenue Spa advertised massage services with sexually explicit photos on Craigslist. They also say 48-year-old Anna Solano of Silver Spring and 49-year-old Anna Bermudez of Riverdale may have victimized other women. Police would like to hear from anyone with information about this operation. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan is putting the brakes on the state's participation in an alliance that requires new cars sold in the state to meet the same emission standards as those sold in California. Maryland Matters reports Maryland will step away from the program for at least a year. The state has followed California's stronger emissions guidelines for new cars and light trucks since 2007, along with 13 other states. The rules require vehicle manufacturers to sell an increasing percentage of new zero-emissions passenger cars and light-duty trucks in the model years 2026 through 2035. Governor-elect Wes Moore will have to decide next year whether to bring Maryland back into the consortium. And coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you at this hour. In the Loudoun County Schools sexual assault investigation, former Superintendent Scott Ziegler and school spokesman Wade Byard appeared in court a bit earlier today. We'll have details on how that went. President Biden signed gay marriage legislation into law late this afternoon before a crowd of thousands in a ceremony that reflected growing acceptance of same-sex unions. 80s pop star Cindy Lauper sang True Colors. And the founder of cryptocurrency exchange FTX is charged with fraud and conspiracy as prosecutors allege he intentionally deceived customers and investors to enrich himself and others. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. 
traffic and weather on the 8s, and here is Ian Crawford. We started the district once again, Stetson, on the Southwest Freeway, I-395, from the, from the 3rd Street Tunnel, heading toward the 14th Street Bridge. The crash activity near 6th and 7th Street Southwest, that's exit 5, and the right side still blocked. There was crash activity on the Southeast Freeway, I-695, outbound on the 11th Street Bridge. The delays have eased, and this one may be out of the roadway finally. On the Virginia Beltway, the work is there. It's just waiting to expand, though. The outer loop work from the Legion Bridge to a point near the Dulles Toll Road. Now two left lanes getting by, but that may be down to a single left lane before too long. And on 95 southbound, the work after 123 as you pass through Woodbridge, right lane is blocked there. Northbound work is going to be from the Rappahannock River Bridge to the Centerport Parkway. The right lane getting by, unclear whether they want to pull any stoppages last night. Last night they said they wanted to, they didn't. Maybe they will tonight. On 66, inside the Beltway, the work is going to be near the Dallas Connector Road, heading toward the Capitol Beltway with the right lane getting by. The ramp from 66 westbound onto westbound 50, exit 57B. The left lane of 2 will get you onto that ramp. And then westbound on 66 from the Manassas Rest Area, heading toward Sudley Road, the right lane gets by that work zone. Eastbound, you'll find the work from 29 Centerville, exit 52, to the Fairfax County Parkway with the right lane getting by there. There's also work eastbound on the ramp to the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, the right lane is getting onto that ramp. In Maryland, 270 northbound near Bucky's Town Pike, the work zone is going to be over on the right side. Single left will get by. The crash in the work zone should be tucked safely behind the cones and out of your way. And on the Bay Bridge, we've got two-way traffic traveling on the eastbound span, but doing so with little delay. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Amelia Draper with your Storm Team 4 forecast. All eyes on Thursday as the storm system impacts the region with a lot of rain, 1 to 2 inches, and it will be moderate to heavy at times, especially later in the day. There's also the concern for ice as the storm arrives very early Thursday morning. Ice is the biggest concern north and west of the D.C. metro area where we could see slick spots and ice accumulation. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And it's 31 degrees outside the WTOP studios. Weather is brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, teachers in part of our region will get retroactive raises under a contract members just approved tonight. It's 1122. At MedStar Health, we're dedicated to bringing you the latest breakthroughs, such as robotic cardiac surgery, a minimally invasive procedure performed with robotic instruments through tiny chest incisions. Offering a faster recovery and enhanced safety, this is just the latest innovation offered by our nationally recognized cardiac surgery program at MedStar Washington Hospital Center. To learn more, visit MedStarHealth.org slash HeartRobotics. That's MedStarHealth.org slash HeartRobotics. This week on Federal Insights, sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions, hear Tom Hans, the Director of Container Security at Rancher Government Solutions, talking about securing containerized applications. We not only hold the position between each container pair, but we have the visibility into the application and packet levels to make accurate decisions on what gets to pass that demarcation point in live traffic. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. When security, speed, and scale are essential to your mission success, you need a partner who can deliver open source and cloud native software solutions designed to address the unique security and operational needs of the U.S. government and military. 
whether it's in the cloud, on-prem, or at the edge. Rancher Government Solutions offers the leading software stack for teams adopting containers, addressing the challenges of managing multiple Kubernetes clusters at scale while providing DevOps teams with integrated tools for running containerized workloads. Learn more at ranchergovernment.com. Hey, it's Jack Taylor, and there's a new standard in five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. There's a difference between living and living well, and life at the Carnegie is like no other. There's easy access to retail shopping, dining, entertainment, and cultural events. Enjoy their curated art gallery, literary works, partnerships with nearby vineyards, and learning opportunities with iconic educational institutes. You can explore more at their Discovery Center at 129 Ellington Boulevard in Gaithersburg or visit online at lifeatthecarnegie.com. This is WTOP News. It's 1124. New tonight, members of the Washington Teachers Union have overwhelmingly approved a new four-year contract. The union says it will provide a 12% retroactive raise for the past three years when teachers worked under an expired contract and for the current school year. Also, every teacher will get a 4% retention bonus. In a statement, Union President Jacqueline Porge-Lyons calls it a huge win. She adds D.C. teachers felt insulted for having to work under a long-expired contract, but they never gave up on their commitment to rate to their kids throughout the COVID-19 challenges and as inflation soared with no pay raises. On Twitter, D.C. Public Schools Chancellor Louis Furby says tonight, Mayor Bowser and I are excited for another step toward ensuring our educators have the tools and resources they need to do what they love doing. Money News at 25 and 55, and here's Brennan Hazelton. Another positive day on Wall Street as the Dow closed up 104, NASDAQ gained 113, S&P up 29. Apple has released software updates for iPhone, iPad, and Macs that will help keep your information stored on the company's servers even more private. And Christmas comes early for Boeing as United Airlines says it will buy 100 new Boeing 787s and also add some orders for the Boeing Max. Brennan Hazelton, WTOP News. Coming up, why President Biden's signing of a same-sex marriage bill today is especially powerful for a Maryland couple. We'll hear from them after traffic and weather. It's 11:25. Boypa's group term life insurance helps you secure your family's future. While Fegley coverage is based on your salary, Boypa provides up to $1.5 million in coverage regardless of salary. We also offer increased benefit amounts for your spouse and children. And in the end, they matter the most. Learn why over 46,000 feds chose WEPA to protect their families. Learn more at waepa.org. Ah, holiday get-together. So many things to look forward to. Pass the squash. I'm trying to eat more vegetables. No, actually, squash is a fruit. It's a vegetable, like green beans. Well, beans are a legume. What are you, the vegetable police? Look, I'm just saying that because... But to those who can always find the silver lining, give the gift of joy. Holiday scratchers from D.C. Lottery, like Peppermint Payout, Merry Money Multiplier, and Festive 500s, with over $1 million in total cash prizes. Just trying to be accurate around here. Please play responsibly. It's 1126. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need.